Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl, Rebecca Louise, and welcome to the It Takes Grit podcast. I've built a multiple six-figure income with no degree and using Google as my best friend. Each week, I will be sharing constructive advice with no BS on what it takes to be successful, coupled with my British humor and life stories. You will leave each episode with an action plan that if you choose to implement, will change your life. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. First of all, I just want to say a massive, massive thank you for all of your love, support, encouragement for my very first podcast that came out last week. And you really did give me the strength and belief that this is going to be amazing for you and I and everybody else who comes in this community. So I'm really excited because today we're talking about setting goals and getting rejections. Okay, hands up if you've had a goal before and hands up if you've got a rejection before. Oh yes, it happens to all of us. So throughout this episode, I'm going to share lots of my goals that I've had in life and the rejections or negativity that I've had with setting those goals. And in the second part, I'm going to share with you how I set my goals. So if you've not already got a pen and paper, go ahead and grab one. And then I'm going to give you a few tips on how to deal with rejections or people that are not so excited about your goals. Because believe it or not, some people aren't that happy when you have a big goal. I do not understand it, but no problem. We're going to be able to get through this together. So if you've loved this podcast series, if you've loved last week, then please go ahead ahead and leave me a review. It means so, so much to me. And it also gives me some great feedback on what you guys are looking for. So if you've got suggestions, you can also put that in the reviews. So let's get started. It's the new year. I know we're kind of halfway through, almost through January, but I feel like not everybody gets started straight on the first. So that's okay. If you're like me and you're like, oh my goodness, I had family in town and then I had New Year's Eve and then I was just like slowly getting back into the swing of things because my body was all over the place, then do not worry because we are going to set some goals and intentions today. And it's never too late. I do like the idea of a new year being a new slate. It's something about that fresh page, that new 365 days that you've got to plan. So there is something huge in setting those new year goals and it doesn't matter if you have not set them because I've got some great tips on how to set them and if you've already set your goals fantastic you are ahead of me um I did mine a few days ago but I'm going to give you some strategic ways to set your goals with intention and to make sure that they happen because that's the biggest thing when we set goals is that we want to make sure that they happen so with me and goals I always have huge crazy goals. And the reason is, is I just think very big. I think as big as my brain will allow me to. So it's kind of 10x, the biggest vision that you can see. Because, you know, there's that great quote. If you, you know, you shoot for the moon, at least you'll land among the stars, right? And I also don't believe that anything is impossible for someone to achieve. I really do look at everybody with the same intent, with the same belief and go, you can do this. You can. Because I don't believe that anything is impossible. And I want you guys to believe that too. Because the only thing 
that you can't do is something that you're telling yourself that you can't. If you're like, I can, I can, I can, and you start to believe it, it's going to happen. And of course you put in the work, but if you think you can, or if you think you can't, you're typically right. So why not just think you can? Because life is going to be way more exciting with things that you are excited about and that you want to achieve. Okay. So, ready for some funny stories. I know we had some a few giggles last week. Uh, so I'm definitely going to be sharing a few embarrassing things with you guys as well in this episode. So I'm going to go through here a couple of goals, or quite a few goals that I've had in the past and where people have been like, what? That's never going to work. Uh, why would you think that? So if you're in the position right now where you're like, I'm, I'm telling people about my goals and they're kind of like looking down at me, you know, you kind of get that look to be like, hmm, like, I don't think that's going to happen, right? So if you are around that, you need to be able to focus your brain on the goals that you do want and how to achieve them. So for example, when I was at school, uh, when you're around like 14, 15 years old, even sometimes younger, you do work experience. Now, everybody was doing work experience in, you know, their local school, their local supermarket, their local, like wherever it was, like something that really wasn't like out of town or out of vision. And my idea was that I wanted to go to London, which is an hour and a half away on the train at 14 years old and go and work for a marketing company. Now, at the time, my teachers were like, um, yeah, that's not going to happen. Like, you can't just go to London on your work experience. And I'm like, well, why? Like, I don't want to live in the town that I'm in. So why would I do work experience in a town that I don't want to be in in the future? So I had teachers telling me, hey, like, that's a crazy idea. Like, that's way too big. Like, you can't just go to London. But you know what? I put my foot down and I did. I did my week work experience up in London. And that started to give me the vision of what was possible beyond school or what was possible beyond the town that I lived in. So if you're at school right now and you know your teachers are kind of saying to you, yeah, I don't really think that's possible. I don't really think that's going to happen. Do not believe them. They have no idea. They don't know what's possible. Only you know what's possible. Okay. And so don't ever take advice from someone you wouldn't trade places with if they're telling you it's something that can't happen. Another great thing that I love is another experience is I was visiting my friend with an ex-boyfriend and my friend lives in a beautiful home up in Newport, Newport Beach. And I was actually going with my boyfriend at the time and his mum and we were visiting my friend and I mean, there's a 170 degree view of the ocean. It's absolutely beautiful. I mean, it is, it is out of this world. It is absolutely magnificent. And my boyfriend at the time and his parents, you know, they, they had a bit of money And as we walked out of the house, I could see that the land next door was up for sale. Now, my mindset and my vision, as you can tell, has always been very big. So my question was, how much is that land next door? Now, at the time, and even now, I definitely can't afford it, okay? But I wanted to know what it costs to be able to have something like that so I could put it into my brain to have the vision for the future. And my boyfriend and his mum just laughed at me and said, well, you're never going to be able to afford that. I was like, wow, well, that. thank you very much for reiterating what I already know right now um, and not allowing me to dream. And uh, it went on that the land was like, you know, just $10 million just for the land. So, you know, maybe if you can afford 10 million and a tent, 
uh, that would be great. And you'd have this amazing view. The point was, I just wanted to stretch my vision and know what something like that costs. So maybe in the future, if that was something that I wanted to work towards, I had a goal. Like I would have no goal or no plan if I didn't know how much that cost. So the fact that their reaction and they earned a decent amount of money was just laughing at me. I was like, wow, thanks for that. Okay. So another great story that I love, and I kind of touched upon this on my Instagram. Um, if you're not following me, it's Rebecca Louise Fitness. Um, and I've always wanted to do a proper full-on fit camp tour around the world, around Europe, America. So I don't know if you guys have seen, but over the last three years, every time I visit a country, I put on a fit camp. It's not ticket bought. It's not anything fancy. It is literally me putting up a Facebook advert um, or a Facebook event and telling people, hey, I'm going to be in this park at five o'clock in the afternoon in Prague in the Czech Republic. Bring a yoga mat. I'm going to bring some music on a stereo and we're going to work out together. And I have probably done around 15 of these. I've been to Ecuador, the Maldives. Uh, we did one in Madrid, in England. I mean, like all over the place. I've done them in random places. And I went to my manager at the time. I don't have this manager anymore, as you can probably realize after I share this story. And I was like, I really want to do a tour. I want, you know, I want to have like, you know, proper merchandise and tickets. And I want to do it properly where I get to meet everybody and, you know, all of this stuff. And he, (laughs) this was his answer. He said to me that it depends how, how long, see, I don't even understand this. It's even hard to describe. At your last event that you were at, how many hours did your fans take selfies with you? And that is going to determine if you are ready or big enough to do a tour. I said, but what if I just have two fans there and they take three hours to take selfies? Does that qualify? Like, am I qualified because they're there for three hours? Or do I need a hundred people to take selfies with me at the end of an event that I was at last? Like, how do you even, how do you even manage that? How do you even comprehend that in your brain? I don't understand. I just thought it was freaking ludicrous that you were going to measure if I could have a fit camp tour, depending on how many selfies my fans took at me at the last event. I mean, come on. That's ridiculous. Anyway, I was like, okay, no problem. I had a big idea. I had a bigger vision and you put it down. Right, next thing, I wanted to go to a very prestigious school. When I was 16 years old, I finished my GCSEs and I wanted to go to this amazing school. And it was a private school, so you had to pay to go there. And a lot of my friends were like, well, you know, like, why would you want to go there? Like, it's really expensive to go to, Um, you know, it's really hard to get into, all of this stuff. I mean, I wanted to go to this school because they had an amazing hockey team. They had a great art department. They had an incredible media department. And I wanted to go because I wanted to excel. And of course, I did decide to go because I didn't listen to my friends. Oh my goodness. I, (laughs) another great story. Um, One of my ex-boyfriends again, um, I wanted to one day own a million dollar home. 
And to be honest, in the place that I live, a million dollar home is nothing. I mean, I'm in a condo that's half a million dollars and it's 741 square feet. So even if I wanted a family home, I'm going to have to spend a million dollars. And he just said to me, Ugh, why would you want a million dollar home? I'm like, have you not seen the house prices around here? Like that's legitly what it costs to have a house. Um, and there's been times where I've had such a big vision and I've gone, oh, I've got this job. You know, I went to South Korea and I thought this was going to be my big break. And I had these big goals and I had these big visions and it just didn't take place. So there's a few examples of visions and goals that I've had where immediately I've been shot down. And I've got a lot of examples of rejections. The amount of managers that I've had in the last you know, nine, 10 years. I had a few in England, you know, uh, agents. I've had people, I've probably gone through 20 to 30 different managers, MCNs who look after your YouTube channel. Um, I've gone through so many people because one, they haven't been able to match the vision that I've wanted for myself. And second of all, they haven't, or they've dropped me. They haven't believed in me. I've had people go, you're just, you know, we've worked with you for a couple of months and we just don't know where to put you. You just don't really fit into our market. I just don't really know where you go in the industry. So if you can get rejected by 20 to 30 different managers or agents or MCNs, fantastic. You are on the right way. Last year, I hired a brand manager who was so excited and gung-ho about my brand. And, you know, I paid this person and after the payment finished, she said she was going to, you know, give me to somebody else and it was all going to go and I was going to get part of this huge agency. Nothing. I mean, nothing came out of it. I got this, who even knows if anything's going to happen in the future. Fingers crossed that I hadn't spent all this money and it hasn't just got wasted, but I shared my huge vision with this person. This person fired me up. They said, yes, this is, this is it. You've got what it takes. And then just disappeared. Who does that? So you're going to have people come along who are fired up about your vision and then reject you and then say, yeah, I'm not actually that interested. I've had relationships where I've had such a high standard for the other person, they couldn't reach it. And then they've rejected me because they're like, your vision's too big. It's not really what I want in life, you know, and I've been rejected for that. So you might be in a relationship with somebody right now where you want something more than the other person, like a lot more. And if they don't want it and you really do and you need to work together, it just might not be the relationship that you're supposed to be in. I've been outcasted from friends groups. I've been isolated. I've been discriminated. I have been left out of things uh, because I'm doing something different because maybe people don't understand. It is odd to me and very surprising that a lot of people who are closest to me are the ones who don't actually recognize any of the success. So I have more comments from fans and people that I don't know saying congratulations for hitting 500,000 on YouTube, congratulations for your podcast. I have more people that I don't know say well done than I do the people that I do know. So if you are starting up a new business right now, or if you have a business 
and the people around you aren't supporting you, aren't saying, yes, great job, but you've got other random people who are saying, you inspire me. Don't worry about it. I don't know why it is the way that it is, but it's just how it is sometimes. I make a huge point if I know anybody of my friends or family has done something well, however small or big it is, I go crazy. I make sure that I comment, I give a lot of love, I tell them well done in person. And I think that's just the way that I was brought up. Uh, my mum and dad are very recognition of, of all my friends and everybody. You know, even <laughs> Corey won his uh, firefighter Olympics soccer tournament. And the first two people to comment on his post was my mum and my brother. Now, my mum posts and comments on absolutely everything. Uh, she is the biggest fan of everybody. Um, so I just feel like that was my inside. If someone's done something well... I don't feel like I need to like not say well done to them. But if you're getting that too, or maybe you're the type of person who's like, oh yes, I know like one of my family did something really good and my friends and I haven't even congratulated them. Send them a message today, reach out to them and say like what an awesome job that they're doing because you should, you should never want to bring someone down. And I have been to hundreds hundreds of different castings. I've actually got like maybe three things in my life before, but the amount of castings that I've been to, to being a dancer, to acting, and by the way, some of these dance auditions, I look back now and I'm so, I'm not even embarrassed. I'm just like, whatever, that's what it is. I couldn't keep up with this choreography. I looked like an idiot, but I went for it. So if you're out there right now going, God, I really just want to go for it. I want to try this new sports team. You know, there's a local team started near me or, you know, I want to go for this audition or I want to go for this job. I don't know if I'm ready. I'm going to mess up in the interview. Just do it. Just do it because you're going to get better. There's nothing bad that's going to come from doing something from for going for it. Nothing bad is going to come from that. That's what I want you guys to understand. So these times where I have had so many rejections, it's, it's not easy, guys. It's not easy, and I definitely take it personally. But I want to share with you how we are going to set our goals for 2018, 2019. My goodness. Um, first of all, we're going to go through. That's why. That's why I'm talking about 2018. So get your pen and paper out. And we are going to go through, first of all, All the things that you did well, great, fantastic in 2018, big or small. So take some time to write down your list of all of those things. It can be like, you know, I I made sure that I was intentional with my time with my family. I was present with my children. Um, I took time to celebrate people's birthdays or I messaged people or I achieved something huge. Like, I don't know, you read a full, a full book. I, whatever it is, like write down every single thing that you did in 2018 because you deserve to look back at your own recognition and be like, yeah, this is awesome. And what it's going to be is it's going to be your foundation, okay, your foundation for 2019. So this is how we're going to set goals for this year. I want you to kind of draw out a chart and you're going to have five different columns. That's it, five different columns. In the first column, you're going to write the goal, 
So whatever the goal it is, maybe that you want to visit a new country, maybe it's you want to spend more time with your partner, whatever it is, you're going to write down the goal. In the second box, you're going to put down if it's a business goal, if it's a friendship goal, a relationship goal, family goal. The third column, you're going to write down why. Why is that your goal? Why do you want to visit a new country? Why do you want to spend more time with your spouse? Okay. The next column, the fourth column, you're going to put feel. How are you going to feel when you have accomplished that goal? It is so important to get connected to that feeling. So what I often do is once I've written down the goal, I've written down the why, I put on a song that kind of gets me fired up or, you know, excited or emotional. I close my eyes and I think about that goal. I think about what it's going to be like when I've achieved that. And I close my eyes and I vividly envision it. Like I have to see it. And then I'm emotionally connected to the goal, to the reason why, and to how I'm going to feel. The last common column you're going to write down is the most important for taking action, because remember, we're all about taking action, is what is it that you need to do to get that goal? And you can separate up these columns, you know, you can color code them if you're like business, personal, friendship. And I don't just want you to have really big goals. I want you to have the small goals as well. So maybe it's waking up when your alarm goes off for the first day, uh, every day. Maybe it's making sure that you get to three workouts a week. It's, you know, spend whatever it is. It could be very, it could be, I want you to do small goals and then big goals. So write down daily goals, some weekly goals, monthly goals. And then I always like to do one year, three years and five years. So you've got that column and each week you want to keep looking back to that. This isn't something that you write down and then you stick in a cupboard and it's away. You need to see this visually and your goals might change throughout the year. You might write down something right now and in three months time, you're looking at it and you're like, that's just not what I want anymore because you don't have the why for it. You're not emotionally connected. So that's great. Take that off and replace it with something else so that you still have goals that you are achieving and getting into the right direction for 2019. Okay. So remember those five columns, the goal, I want big goals. I want small goals. If it's personal friendship, relationship, different areas, your why, how you're going to feel, and what is it that you need to do? What is it the work that you need to do on yourself or on your business, on your relationship to be able to get to where you want to be? Okay, so we've got those action steps of how we're going to set goals for 2019. So you've got those goals all written down, you're fired up, you're excited, you are ready to go, and then you're like, you know what? I'm going to do a great thing. I'm going to share with my friends and my loved one my goal. And so you share them this piece of paper. And then all of a sudden, they're like, hang on a second. I don't think that you can achieve this. I don't think that this is going to be possible. I'm not sure about this. 
And you went on such a high from getting off this podcast and being like, I'm on top of the world. I'm going to feel amazing. I'm going to reach my goals to all of a sudden, ugh, ugh, nothing's going to happen. The first person I've told isn't even believing in me. Guys, I'm going to prepare you for this. So there is no excuse why you can't get your goals for 2019 where I am preparing you already. So how are you going to deal with these rejections? Write this down so that you do not forget what Rebecca is sharing with you of my own personal experience. Because remember, look how many rejections, there are only a few. I could speak all day about my goals and then people rejecting me afterwards. So the first one, number one, expect them. Expect for somebody to come along and go like this. Boom. Nope, that goal's not going to happen, my dear. Nope, don't see it. Don't see it. Expect them. Great. I've got my first rejection today. Fantastic. Number two, use it as fire to do it anyway. I used to get a little bit upset, and I still do, when someone kind of like, man, I think this idea is really, really great, whatever. What I love is I love, and it's not necessarily like proving someone wrong because I don't really think that you should have that kind of like anger in you, but if it works, then great. But have that fire to do it anyway, because I use that as fire when someone isn't quite sure about my idea or they've kind of rejected me or like when on my managers, I'll look back, I'll be like, you are so stupid to let me go. Like, look what's happened. Like, you know, like to me, that is, that is the the biggest way to kind of like put two fingers up to somebody. Um, I was always taught that when I was playing hockey. Another quick story, I was uh, rejected from um, the hockey team and one of the coaches said, you're going to come back next year, you're going to be stronger because you deserve to be in this team and you can stick two fingers up at the coach. And I'll never forget that. So, you know, behind their back, you can stick two fingers up at them. Okay, number three, Know that when people are saying something negative or they're not really aligning with your goals, they are trying to bring you down to their level because you have decided to separate yourself and go to a higher level. You want something more. You want something different. And people get scared of that because they feel like they're going to lose you or they feel like, oh God, if like I have to now up my game and I don't really want to, so it's easier to pull that person back to me. That's all they're doing is they're trying to pull you to their level. So you've got two options when that happens. You've got the smart option. You don't acknowledge what they say and you ignore it and you get to your level. Or number two, you lose your dream, you lose your goals and you go back down to their level. So what is it that you want? Do you want to be on their level where they don't have those big goals or do you want to be on the level that you just set yourself? Don't allow someone to come in and bring you to their level. Okay, the next one, number four, it's not personal, get over it. It could be anybody saying this goal, they're just saying it because they are not ready to set their own goals, they don't have the big vision that you have, that's okay. They're not there yet, that's fine. It's not personal, just get over it. And the last thing, which I think is so important about life and making sure that you guys get out of this wonderful world exactly what you want and you live each day to the fullest and you're intentional, 
is that are you more scared of rejections or are you more scared of not having the life you desire? When you are on your deathbed and you're looking back over your life, are you going to be like, God, I'm so glad that I listened to that person who rejected my goal and said that I couldn't do it? Or are you going to be like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I listened to that idiot and now I didn't live the life that I wanted for me because I chose to listen to somebody else who just didn't get my goal. Because that's it. They just don't get it yet. And you get to be the inspiration. You get to be the example of what's possible for other people. So ask yourself, are you more scared of rejections or are you more scared of not having the life that you desire? And even more importantly, if you are someone out there building a business and you have a family, you should be more scared of not providing and sharing with your children, you being a powerful influence in the world and having somebody else just put you down because they don't want it. That's not doing a honor to your family. That's not doing an honor to your kids. So my parents are way more important to me for me to keep being successful because I want to give them the lifestyle that they deserve and that I want to share with them. I want to share the world with them. I want them to be able to see lots more countries because they deserve it. For me, that's so more important than listening to somebody who just isn't up for my ideas, who rejects me as a manager, who rejects me as, you know, they don't want me to be part of their their group or whatever. None of that stuff matters because what matters is my goal, which is allowing my mum and dad to be able to come to America whenever their heart desires, to be able to travel the world, to be able to be retired that is my goal. That is my why. And that is how I feel. So nobody is going to be able to take that feeling away from me. And I want you guys to get so connected with what it is that you want for yourself and your family. So when you're so connected on that, everybody's rejections or everybody's negativity doesn't even touch you. It doesn't matter because that's not what's important. What's important is your family, yourself, your desires, your goals, and the life that you want to live. So on that note, I hope that you're fired up for 2019. I want you to share with me your goals. So go ahead and comment on the last post I did about my podcast, about this podcast today. So go and comment and tell me what your goals are, why they are. You know, if you've got big goals, small goals, like I want to know what your goals are so that I can best serve you going into 2019. And when I know more about what you are looking for and the goals that you have, I know that I'm going to be be able to provide you even more uh, content that is going to help you carry out those goals and stick to them for 2019. Well, I hope you had some fun with me today. I hope you had some laughs sharing with me uh, some of my, my big vision goals where lots of people looked down on me, gave me negativity. 
and thought that it wasn't possible. But look, I decided to ignore all those people and carry on anyway. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. Uh, As always, I really, really appreciate your love and support. It means so much to me. So if you heard this podcast and you think that somebody else could benefit from it, please share it with them. Uh, Let's get the word out about the It Takes Grit podcast. Thanks for joining me and have a great rest of your week. Bye, guys. See you next week. Thank you.